Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Proud to have him at Fox as a teammate, Fox Sports. He has become our Joshua Dobbs analyst. Arizona to Minnesota. We've got him on. He's a, he is our special correspondent. Before I get anywhere on Denver, I think it's amazing. I, I, I do think we suggested that he was a great pickup at the trade deadline because he's so smart. He can figure out an offense. And you know, Mark, trade deadline guys, sure. you need to play them right away. And some guys just can't move into a system. What do you make of his story? Yeah. Okay, first off, I got to go point of order with you, Colin. Uh, the uh, correct quote is, "You don't. It's not you lose more than you win. More games are lost oh. than won in the National Football League. Meaning you screwed things up with some of the decisions and the game management. Um, so more games are lost than won. Okay. I just want to clear that up. That Belichick quote. Okay, as far as Joshua Dobbs is concerned, what he's done the last two weeks, especially in week number one, gets traded shows up on Wednesday. By Sunday, he's got the call sheet memorized, but he certainly doesn't know the entirety of the offense, and he goes out and executes flawlessly. And open line of communications, I I love this, and I talked to Kevin O'Connell last week about this. He goes, I don't want any of the credit, but i got to give him some love, and i got to give Joshua Dobbs some love. The kid is absolutely brilliant understood the call sheet but didn't know exactly what they were so they were breaking the huddle with about 25 seconds left and then walking up to the line of scrimmage talking about everything that they wanted to do everything that he needed to know about this particular play as he was walking up to the line of scrimmage and then going out and executing it and on the last touchdown pass it was to uh to brandon powell the last touchdown pass in the first week uh against atlanta 
Um, Kevin O'Connell says to him, hey, listen, when you break the huddle, when you snap the ball, I just want you to look to the right. Look to the right. That'll suck the underneath coverage up, and then we're running the whip route on the back, right? So run the whip route to Brandon Powell. So look to the right, look to the right, then just turn and throw it. It'll be wide open, I promise you. So there he does. He snaps it, turns, looks to his right, bam, flips it over there, touchdown. The rest is history. Last week he had more of the offense, but it's amazing what these two are doing together. And as I said in the opening of the broadcast last week, I said, hey, if you turn this into Hollywood as a script, they reject it because it's unbelievable. Ah, this could never happen. Um, that's how incredible what they're doing right now is in Minnesota. You know, I said this um Relative to what they they don't have an elite receiver, tight end, O lineman. I like Javante Williams, but I think Sean Payton. This is what coaching looks like. His number one job was not winning in his first year. It was saving Russell Wilson. And I, I got to be honest with you, I feel like about eighty percent of Russell I'm getting. He did a few laterals, made one or two big throws, but I kind of feel like you got to be honest about Sean Payton. We can all dump on him. But his number one job was to figure out Russell Wilson. You've seen every snap. I've seen most. I think this is what Russell is now. It's not top five, but it, he's not the problem. I mean, what do you make of the growth? What do you make of Peyton? Yeah, I think the number one thing that Peyton has impressed upon me is it's important to know your strengths, but it's more important to know your weaknesses and then to mitigate those potential weaknesses. And I think Peyton really assessed what he has in Russell Wilson and the rest of this football team and said, okay, here's how we're going to win. We're going to try to run it with our running backs about 35 times a game. We're going to try to limit Russell Wilson to about 24 attempts a game. We're going to control the tempo of the game, the pace of the game, the time of possession. We want to win time of possession by about 10 minutes. Last night it was 37-23 in favor of the Broncos. And in doing that, we're going to put the other team – under pressure. Here's what happens when you're not getting attempts with the football, when you're not getting possessions. The average game is about 12 possessions. If you possess the clock, that other sideline is going, hey, we're down to 11 possessions. Hey, 10 possessions. Hey, nine possessions. Now to eight possessions. We got to score every time. And what happens? You scrap pile your game plan and you just start throwing it around the football field, which leads to issues. Here's what ends up happening. <clears throat> attempts in the running game lead to opportunities for your offense in the passing game possession in in uh, of the football leads to pressure on the opponent which leads to mistakes on the football field and that's what they're doing the last two weeks they've turned the other team over nine times and you could sit there and say well it's dumb luck like they're just getting fortunate I would, I would argue that's complimentary football, and they're creating those opportunities for themselves because they're putting the other offense behind the eight ball where the other offense scrap piles their game plan and starts playing hero ball. And if you want to know what, to me, Josh Allen's issues are, I went through every interception he threw this year so far, and to me, it's really arm arrogance. It's either being behind or feeling the pressure that you have to make a throw and then you saying to yourself, I can throw it in any window. I can be late with the football. My timing of my feet don't have to time up with the route combination, and here I go. And ultimately, you don't put touch on the ball. You're a little bit late with the ball. You try to fit it into some you know, defensive back that's sloughing off into that deeper area and instead of taking the check down. And that's just pure arm arrogance. And that's what's going on with that offense right now. And I completely agree, by the way, Colin, with what you talked about, having a strong personality, coaching strong personality players. You've got to. 
Yeah, Shanahan with John Elway. You saw it. Big, strong personality with a big, strong personality. You have the uh, Bears at the Lions this week, and you had you were on one of the great offensive lines. You know, those Washington teams, you were on Denver. Those were big boy offensive lines. I think the Lions match up with Philadelphia because they're O-line. I think they match up with Dallas because they're O-line. I think they match up with San Francisco because of their O-line. I think, they're, I think they match up with every AFC team. All because of that O-line. O-lines are like great pass rushes. They travel, right? You can take mm-hmm. them anywhere. Weather doesn't affect them. Actually, I could say they're better in lousy weather because defensive players slip. Defensive rush ends slip. I like the Lions. You'll see them this week. I, am I overstating how good they are? No, I think they're getting elite-level play from their quarterback. They're running the ball. You're 100% right about their O-line. They dominate the line of scrimmage. I mean, dominate line of scrimmage, which keeps them in every football game, even the ones where defensively they have a lapse and they don't play really well or they don't rush the passer um, up to their capabilities. Their offense and their offensive line and their ability to to have duality in both being able to run the game and throw the ball, um, you're right, 100%. It travels. When I talk to Dan Campbell right there, Penny Sewell, he'll tell you that's the best football player on my football team, bar none, regardless of position. Penny Sewell is the best football player we have on our roster, and he happens to play offensive line. They have done a tremendous job, and I think they match up with just about anybody in the National Football League any given weekend. That's who they are. It's what they do. They want to win the physical battle. They want to win the grit battle. They want to win the toughness battle. And and ultimately, they do that pretty much week in and week out. And that's one of the reasons I love them. You know, you talk about offensive lines traveling. You talk about just the commitment to being physical. Show me the most physical team in the National Football League, and I'll show you the team that wins almost every Sunday. Go back to last Sunday. You can go look at the stats. Every team that controlled the running game from attempts and yardage pretty much won. Cleveland beat Baltimore. Detroit beat, you know, the the Chargers. I mean, you can go through it every single game. Denver beats Buffalo. I mean, go through the the roster last week. If you ran the ball, controlled the tempo of the game, controlled, you know, the line of scrimmage, you won last week. That regardless of who your quarterback was, doesn't matter. And um and that's what people, you know, that fantasy football to me is ruined the game because you think you think football is something that it's not. It's not about throwing it to receivers, it's not about getting guys open on the outside, it's not about all that stuff. It's about dominating a line of scrimmage, and when you do that, you win in the National Football League. Finally, you just worked out. I work out after the show. I'm not gonna get into mine. How much do you uh how much did you bench your leg press today? Give me a number. I just wanna see compare it oh, to I- Yeah. I can do I can do pretty much whatever I want. Um, I am an absolute unit, Colin. There, uh, I might be this world's strongest human. Um, <laughs> no, I am like I, I I do have freak level strength in the in the weight room. I always have. So, um, you know what, what's the average what's the average offensive lineman do at the NFL Combine on two twenty five bench test? You want to know that? Yeah. Um, average average offensive lineman does twenty five reps at. at 225, I, I like without bragging, I did 30 and racked it, and it was easy. So I, I bet you I could do 40 at Come 57 on. years old. You know, oh, what? Yeah. You know what? You know what? Yesterday I leg press. Buck, uh, buck 90. Boom! Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? That's all power, baby. That is all power. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm a V6. At best, I'm a I'm an old V6. Uh, you're a you're a, you're a four banger with one cylinder out, Colin. But that's all right. <laughs> good seeing good seeing you, buddy. He is, you too, uh, bud. He's I've seen him at the uh, other places, Jim. Yeah, he can he can do that stuff like press. Yeah, I got up about 190 yesterday. I'm gonna tell you something. The machine sh- shook. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, You may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. 
This is the Herdline News. So I never try to max out like Schlereth, but uh, yeah. 225 is what? Two plates on each side? Yeah. Yeah, in my prime, I think I did that like three or four times. But that was when I was working out, like lifting every day, like five, six days a week. I couldn't do that now. There's yeah. no point in doing that now. We I, don't need to bulk up. I do lift every day. But you're not putting up 225, no, are you? No, I'm doing more reps, lighter weight. Right, exactly. That We want... We don't yeah. want to talk about that. No, I'm not. I'm. I've, I've graduated. Once you're married, there's no reason to have a gun show. Nobody's. Interested I think in that. my goal in 2024 is to get you to start to rock tank tops. That well, you're going to fail on that goal. That's not going to happen. It's, it's there a, there are plenty dream. of people that wear them well. I'm not one of them. I'm not you never good. know till you try, buddy. Oh, I've tried. Hey, when are we going to have NBA Jersey Day here on the show? What? Why are you? What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the rights to the NBA. Why? Why make just, me look bad? Just for like three during hours? the finals. No. Okay. No, All right. No, no. Well, let's go to the NFL. Justin Fields out the last four games with a thumb injury, limited in his return to practice two weeks ago. He has not yet been medically cleared to return. Here's Matt Eberflus with the latest ahead of a big matchup with Detroit. I think he's in a good spot. Um, and again, we'll know exactly where we're going to be probably more on Wednesday. Um, I don't really have any more updates than that, but in terms of him throwing the ball, it looks to be uh, good. We just need more time. You know, we need teamwork. You know, we need that, and we'll eventually get there. Uh, we're just not there right now. You know, once we see him in the game of football, you know, in terms of going against the scout team and all that stuff and, you know, taking snaps and playing full speed, and then we'll, we'll t- make a determination. We're just not there today. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like uh, I've moved on. I mean, listen, right now they got Carolina's pick, and they have the number one pick in the draft. If for no other reason you get to reset the clock, you take a quarterback. I mean, yeah. again, if you had C.J. Stroud, you'd sell it off and get a zillion picks. But, yeah, they're going to get Carolina's pick. Right now it's number one. And they're taking a quarterback. In, and the Giants-Patriots, yeah. the winner of that game is the loser because the loser of that game probably gets Drake May. So in the short term, sometimes you can look at the gambling market, some of the sharper books. And they will give you a tell on whether or not Fields will play. Right now, everyone is sitting at exactly minus 10. Um, no juice either way. But somebody's going to get the info before the media does, before Schefter and Rappaport and Glazer. And somebody's got the line will move. And it's going to go up if it's not Fields. If it's Bajent, I think Detroit probably moves to 11 and a half. Yeah, I, 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 last week I did something I don't do and I don't recommend. I took a massive favorite. Well, Dallas. So yeah. this week there are five huge favorites, so I'm going to take another massive favorite this week. Ooh, don't tell me it's Washington. It's not Washington. Okay. All right. Dallas on the road? It's not Dallas on the road. They got the look ahead to Thanksgiving. That's right. So they'll they'll win. But oh, I, oh, oh, it's Miami. That's the one I told you I, I bet liked, earlier today. I would have bet Miami Monday, but by Friday, Blazing 5, the number's probably 14 or 13. It's 13 right now. Do you want to just lock in now? I, I wanted to lock in at 11 and a half. You know what? It's your show. It's your Blazing well, 5. Well, I think you can't, you can't do that. You have to be, you know, you have to be fair. I give the picks out on Friday. I, I, I really, I, although management has, I've told management I'm not doing Blazing 5 week one next year. I don't and I'm that. under negotiation whether I can eliminate this year's week one. It's under strong consideration to count on my record. We're going to have big meetings later in the week. Wow. Sounds you can't sense. do week one anymore. It's nonsense because of the 17-game schedule. Nobody plays starters in the preseason. They think week one is preseason. It's junk. You can't bet it anymore. Okay. You, it's well, terrible. We'll figure out a way around it. Come yeah. on, man. I'm, I'm going into meetings Are you with... really quitting on week one next year? Yes. It's done. It's that over. So I've already weird. gotten a sign-off by the by the uh, honchos. I, I... You I go will, ahead. You go. You go ahead. I will fire on all cylinders. 
I fear no line. I fear no coach. I'm in. <laughs> next line. Uh, next next story. Uh, the Giants, they got blasted by Dallas 49-17. Now, if you were watching the game, this Giants sideline got a little ugly. Players yelling at each other. You could see Dable here really coaching some guys hard. Um, look at this. It is just a meltdown, the, uh, the offense of well, the Giants. Well, you're not competitive. It's hard. It's hard out there when you're being embarrassed. Yeah. So here's Brian Dable talking about the incidents on the sideline. Slant shop weren't getting it. They weren't getting into it. Um, yeah, it, little stuff during a game. Not not a big deal. What do you make of the, the perception is going to be that guys are getting frustrated and it's kind of boiling over here? What do you make of that? Uh, yeah, no, I've talked to all those guys. Uh, not not uh, not the results we want, uh, but get back to work. No, so that question. What, what about the perception? What about it? You can't control it. That's one thing I always, when, when anybody in the media, if I was a coach, asked me, well, what about the perception? Well, you guys write what you want to write and broadcast what you want to broadcast. I can't control perception. There's nothing you can do with that. The bottom line is when you're getting humiliated playing America's team, you know, guys are going to get, I have no problem with players even barking at coaches occasionally. I don't have a problem with it. I think I don't think you've ever been an athlete at any level if you don't think you play with high emotion. You're asking these guys to go put their bodies at risk in hockey and in football. Like that, that this stuff is high level intensity. If guys get worked, I'd rather have guys pissed off they got burnt on a on a seam route than than deadpan it. I'd rather have a ticked off player that's furious. Does it matter who the player is? Remember last year, Mahomes it, yes. and Bienemy got into it that's at right. halftime, I no, think. No, no. I mean, okay. Nobody's getting off Mahomes' case for going off on no, a coach. No, no. Tom Brady historically went yeah, off on a when coach. Des Bryant was a cowboy and like, you know, after every drive he didn't get the ball, yeah. that's different. Okay. That's disruptive. Well, so what is th- where does this fall? This falls into, we got a third string quarterback. It's America's team. It's a rival. They're talking crap. We're getting crushed. Everybody in America's watching it. It's in embarrassing and we have no shot to win i totally defend player being upset you're being humiliated i get that i'm not all arguments with my wife are equal some are serious some aren't like not all sideline outbursts are the same don't lump tom brady ticked off at bill o'brien mad at mac jones is incompetence well i i I largely agree. Earlier this season, remember, I think it was a Seattle game where Daniel Jones was just a train wreck. He got sacked, the turnovers. Dable went over to show him the iPad or whatever the the device is and then just ended up tossing it and shaking his head. Players take their cues from their coach, right? Dable has to... I'm not saying he's lost the locker room. No. But they really screwed up paying Daniel Jones and nothing has been the same about this team. He would never admit it. He didn't want to pay Daniel Jones. He came from Josh Allen. You think he looked at Daniel Jones and said, give him the bag? This has been a season-long theme, man. No, they, this they, is they why got the problems mo- in New York. This is the- I don't think they have problems okay. because I don't think Mara, he knows, he forced this quarterback on his GM and his coach, and he knows it's not their issue. It would be borderline unethical to fire Brian Dable. Borderline unethical. You wanted this quarterback. Right. Nobody in the league who I talked to thought, give him the bag. You, what you should have done is franchise Daniel Jones, yes. right? And then give Saquon, because in the room, the players love Saquon, yes. and Saquon is good. I would say, listen, Saquon, it's a running back. We're not giving you five years, four years. We're going to franchise the quarterback and pay you, which is unheard of in the league. Okay, you got to give us something that's a little team-friendly, because what we're doing, 
We're told not to by every analytic, and I would get his agent on the phone and say, Saquon and his agent, we're going to pay the running back, not the quarterback. But you can't crush us on this. So yeah. I know people love to roll the tape on the show. They can go back after Daniel Jones got that deal. We both said the locker room is going to be a mess. You could tell when you paid Daniel Jones and not Saquon, Saquon's loved in the locker room, you knew it was going to be a mess. It's now coming out on the sidelines as they get their butts kicked up and down the field all season. And I know it has to do with the third stringer, but I'm telling you, I don't know that there's a quick fix here, Colin. Well, the quick fix is lose to the Patriots and play your third-string quarterback and go draft Drake May, and then you have Brian Dable with Drake May, and then the remaining pick, you're not going to have to give up any picks to get that. And so the bottom line is, then with the rest of your picks, I think they've drafted very well with this new GM. I think they did a really good job. Remember, they didn't draft Gettleman. That wasn't their pick. Right. So I think this GM is more than competent. I, I don't think New York. I think New York's going to get Drake May. The city's going to love him. He's going to be a great player with a great offensive coach, with a great left tackle. They also have to upgrade wide receiver. There's no question. They've got to get yeah. more talent at wide receiver. But I, I don't think all is lost. I'm oh. a very positive. Person. Bad news if the the Giants get Drake May and the Jets have nothing. Uh, okay, no, final not story. Bad news for the Giants. <laughs> College football. Now we didn't get to talk about this yet. Happened over the weekend, Colin. Um, Texas A&M is on a lookout for a new coach after Jimbo Fisher got canned on Sunday. One of the names instantly linked to the job, wait for it, Oregon's Dan Lanning. Oregon's sixth in the nation, eight and one. Dan Lanning says there's no chance he leaves the Ducks. Why would Oregon's a better job? Oregon's won with Mike Bellotti, Chip Kelly, Mark Helfrich, and Dan Lanning, and even Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Tell me all the winning coaches for Texas Well, A&M. listen to Lanning explain... I mean, it's early for that. You don't know what the offer is going to be, the money. Just listen to Landing. I think I've been really, really clear here since day one. Uh, everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance that I would be coaching somewhere else. Um, I've got unfinished business here. There's a lot that I want to accomplish uh, here at Oregon. My number one priority is being elite um, here at Oregon. And we have the resources, the tools. Um, anybody that can't understand why you would want to be here at this place doesn't understand exactly what exists here. I'm taken care of extremely well here at Oregon. I have the resources I need here at Oregon to be really, really successful. I'm not motivated by that. I'm motivated by winning. Oregon's a better job than Texas a and Absolutely. You, you, who's your Phil Knight? Uh, well, I mean, listen, they got a big donor base there. Somebody just bought out Jimbo Fisher. They got to pay him, I think, $70 million. Yeah. But, By the way, it's a, I try to convince my wife to move to College Station, Texas. I, I, I don't know who Dan Lanning's Eugene's, wife is. Eugene's a great college town. Great college. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, good, good Dan Lanning's town. wife. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like they kind of went to college together. Oregon's maybe? a great college town. Absolutely great. You're you're an hour and a half drive up to Portland. You want to go to the city. It's a great play. Phil Knight's going to give you his private jet. He's got two of them, maybe three. You don't Anytime think any you... of the boosters at A&M have a private jet? Come on. Phil Knight's is nicer. I'm just telling you, Oregon's a really good job. That's a really but good is job. Is this bad business by Lanning? No, it's not bad business to say, I love my team. I'm not going to... You don't want to have get everybody worked up. You tell me you don't want to get an offer and then get a raise? No. First of all, Oregon's what? always paid their coaches well. This is not UCLA. They pay their coaches. Phil Knight takes care of his people. That That's a... I mean, it's... it's Oregon's a better job than Texas a and I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, you know... I'm not, you know, there's places in Texas that are great to live. You've been to Austin? Never. Austin's, oh, yeah. How's College Station? Not going to get into it. Dallas is a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun in Dallas. Houston? 
Not my favorite city. It's kind of like Atlanta. I feel like I'm in my car all the time, but it, there's a good time to be had. You can have a good time in Houston. You can have a good time. Dallas, a lot of fun. And uh, Austin's amazing. And then uh, San Antonio, people like that. Uh, people that move to San Antonio love it. I've been to even El Paso. Why? Not bad for a couple of that. Well, I went to a couple of Sun Bowls. I'm just telling you, let's just, just stop right here. Oregon's a better job than AM. Period. It's a better job. Anytime they get the right coach, they win a bunch of games. Jay Mack with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration runs through January 2nd. Incredible offers on exceptional vehicles at Mercedes-Benz. Go to MBUSA.com slash special offers. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Bruce Feldman for The Athletic, college football reporter for us at Fox. Big noon kickoff this past weekend with Michigan. Fascinating story that he's now trolling all of us, talking about America's team. Let's start with this. I think Maryland would worry me between Penn State and Ohio State. I'd be worried about the Maryland game, which, by the way, big noon kickoff, Michigan at Maryland this week. Let's start with Michigan. What was the atmosphere alike around the team? It was pretty surreal, Colin, because, you know, remember when when uh, Ohio State beat Notre Dame on the road and Ryan Day kind of went off about Lou Holtz and it was Ohio versus everybody? It really does feel like it's Michigan versus everybody. It's Michigan versus all the powers of the Big Ten. It's Michigan versus its own conference commissioner, Tony Petiti. It felt like, you know, on the Michigan sideline that it was Michigan against the Big Ten refs and it's, this is a really good team. You know, I don't want to say that gets lost in the shuffle, but they're the most physical team in the league by far. They have a ton of experience. J.J. McCarthy is a really good quarterback. They have a really good run game, and we saw them just wear Penn State out with it. But I think the emotion you saw from acting head coach Sharon Moore um, as he talked to our Jenny Taft after the game, it poured out of him. And yeah. I think – you know, you can say what you want about Jim Harbaugh and obviously the, the Connor Stallion subplot to this, which is probably more than a subplot. But I think the players and a lot of people there feel like they're kind of not say caught in the middle of this, but you saw that emotion pour out and they're a dangerous team with Jim Harbaugh in the game or not. I mean, because the attitude they're playing with and now they feel like everybody's piling up on them. Am I wrong to suggest that Michigan's in an odd spot, that Harbaugh can go and be the top candidate for six NFL jobs, he wouldn't have to disclose anything, he can be stubborn, he could be rigid, he can troll. This is not a guy that needs Michigan or college football for employment. He was a pro athlete. He was a great NFL coach. Michigan is wholeheartedly behind him. Could that change, do you think? Sure. I mean, look, Jim Harbaugh, this is the longest Jim Harbaugh's ever been at a coaching job before. He did a lot of dancing the previous two years with NFL teams. The first year after he wins the Big Ten title and they lose to Georgia in the playoff, he interviews on signing day, no less, with the Vikings. From what I'm told, he kind of, he bombed the interview. It didn't, it didn't work out. They end up hiring Kevin O'Connell. Last year, it was the Bron- it was the Broncos he was he was connected to the money didn't work out they end up hiring Sean Payton i think the thing that sometimes people forget is that unlike most college head coaches who end up floating up to the nfl those guys are unproven and don't really know that world jim harbaugh as you said spent a lot of time in the nfl and then he was an extremely successful head coach with the 49ers before the 49ers were any good right. they had a decade where they're spinning their wheels and almost immediately he got him into conference championship games in the super bowl he was 44 and 19. the question is going to be does jim harbaugh there'll be a bunch of openings that are going to come up is he a fit for one of them does he go in there and be Jim Harbaugh where they're like, yeah, this guy's really not organized or this is this what we're really riding with? I think if they look at him on his track record and what he's done, you know, I don't know if they're immediately going to give him the keys to the kingdom, but that's the part where I would look at the NCAA can chase Michigan after this. Right. And Jim Harbaugh might be long gone, especially knowing this. He told me in July he thought this team was going to break George's record for most draft picks. He told me there he thought he had 20 guys that were going to get drafted 
uh, in the next draft. They may get close to that, but those guys are going to be gone. Whoever is the head coach, whether it's Jim Harbaugh or whoever in 2024, may have a big rebuild on just because you're, you know, you're losing so many guys. So the idea that he may move on and kind of get ahead of the posse, I mean, that wouldn't shock me. Finally, I'll throw it out there. Dion to Texas A&M. I don't think so. My gut is he's got his kids. But Texas A&M, I would hire Lane Kiffin. That's my opinion. I could be completely disconnected from reality. I'd go get Lane. Um, what is your take on Dion at A&M? Do you think Dion is long-term college in Colorado? I don't know if he's long-term. I would be surprised if he left before, you know, after being there a couple of years because, you know, his son, I think, could be there for and, and come out the following year and be a top 10 pick. He's a really talented quarterback. He's a sharp kid who's very accurate. Um, he's got Travis Hunter, who's already transferred. Travis Hunter, who's like a son to Dion, great two-way talent. He can't leave. You know, it, it, the portal may be what it is, but he's already transferred. And unless you graduate and he's almost too young to be at that point, I think Dion is there next year. And then we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see if he can really upgrade the roster in the trenches and for that program to take the next step, which I think it will, you know, when they go on to the Big 12. As far as him as a guy, even for, for I don't think it's it's a great fit for Texas A&M. Colorado, to their credit, you know, their AD went all in on Dion, and there was alignment there, and it's worked out pretty well. I don't think you're going to get that kind of alignment at Texas A&M. You had a bunch of different presidents come through. There's a lot of uncertainty in that place. Yeah, they have a ton of money and resources, but it's been screwed up in there for a while. I think, and you know, I don't think Lane Kiffin would be the guy. I mean, his his old AD at Ole Miss is actually the AD at A&M. My gut is he would not be the guy, you know, bringing Lane in there. The guys I think that they will look at seriously, um, you have – they're less splashy names, to be honest, but yeah. Mike Elko yeah. has done an amazing job at Duke, yeah. but he's only been there for two years, less yeah. than two years, but he coached under Jimbo, was a really good defensive coordinator in College Station, really sharp guy. I think he's a guy that will seriously consider. I think Lance Lightbolt, who's done an amazing job at Kansas, they were horrible, and yeah. by year two, he got them in the top 25. Yeah. You know, They beat Oklahoma for the first time in forever. They're in the top 25 now. He's a program builder. He's way more substance than style. Uh, I'm not sure how it would be in the SEC. It's a t it's a steeper hill to climb, but that guy's a proven winner. Those are the guys I think they will seriously consider. Yeah. Um, you know, as they try to pick up the pieces from Jimbo being a just complete dud there. Yep. The athletic writer Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports, our guy always on big information as well on the Harbaugh stuff. Listen to him. Read him. The Athletic, college football, 30 years. Good seeing you, man. Always a pleasure, guys. All right. couple of names for AM. Dan Lanning's not leaving. Oregon's a really good job. I mean, covered Oregon for years. And it's a better job now than it was, and it was good when I was there. New stadium, Phil Knight, indoor facilities, NIL program. They got lettuce. It's good. You should get out to Eugene once in a while. Eugene, why don't you go to Eugene this weekend and text uh, Austin the following weekend? Live a little. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.